thanks for tuning in to Kineticast. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. Because our last episode was a little shorter, I decided to release our first bonus cast. Today we have Michael Mills, who is a world record holder and a crossfitter who happens to be paralyzed from the waist down. Mike speaks about how he was literally brought back to life, and then figuratively, through CrossFit by strengthening functional patterns giving him the independence that he desired. He also talks about what rehab helped him the most and gives some advice for anyone working with people who are paralyzed. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe to Kineticast on your podcast app so you can stay up to date with the new episodes. Let's get started with Mike on episode 2.5, Overcoming Permanent Biomechanical Change, on our first bonus cast. Thank you for tuning in to Kineticast. I'm your host, Bo Sauls. Today we have an interesting story. We have Mike Mills in here with us, and Mike is a paraplegic who actually does CrossFit and is a world record holder. Mike, tell us about your world record. 2015, I decided that I wanted to uh, raise a little bit of money for a local charity back in Atlanta, and I uh, decided I wanted to uh, pull a 2016 Honda Pilot length of football field in my wheelchair. <laughs> wow. So it just it was one of those things that... Someone didn't think I could do it, so I said, why not try it? Okay, so you were in Atlanta climbing, doing different things there, and you're like, you know what, I can do something better. Let's yeah, I've done, I've done several different things for this charity back home in Atlanta called Burt's Big Adventure. Okay. Um, they raise money for uh, children with terminal and chronic illnesses that really, they really never had a life. So they raise money for these kids to go to Disney for a whole week, paid for, doctors are going with them, they fly them, I mean, it's, it's the whole nine, everything is complete treatment. Um, they want it, they get it. I mean, you, you couldn't ask for a better thing for someone who is actually a child, a child that's dying. Yeah. And um, so I've done a few things for them. I've raised some money for them, like I climbed Stone Mountain on my hands and knees, um, done some other little things, odd little things for them, and even was looking for something new. And um, was kind of looking around wheelchair uh, world records. Come across one on Guinness, and it was like 200 people pulling a 747. So I thought, well, what can one man do? Right. And so I reached out to Guinness, and then that's how it kind of came about. Very cool. So, have you been doing CrossFit very long? Or? Uh, oddly enough, I, my very first intro to CrossFit was uh, at this competition where I actually pulled for the world record. It was kind of like a halftime show. Yeah. I had done some other stuff in the past. Didn't know it was CrossFit. I kind of uh, strength, you know, it was kind of high intensity training. Right. Didn't realize it was CrossFit at that time. Yeah. But um, doing the, the the world record attempt at this CrossFit competition kind of led me to where getting involved with CrossFit. My very first CrossFit was. Uh, first CrossFit workout was Murph of all things. Yeah. So that was kind of a, my intro to CrossFit was Murph. Okay. Well, I mean, you, you can't have a better intro than that, no, can you? No, not at all. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, how sure. did you get paralyzed? Uh, May the 2nd, 1993, I was uh, coming home from work. I was 16 years old. I was hit head on by a drunk driver and um, was dead, actually dead when they found me. Um, when they got to me 26 minutes after the car crash, they already pronounced me DOA. And uh, the lady where my car landed in her yard, she actually asked them, would you please try one time to revive him? And they nonchalant hit me with the paddles. Well, when they hit me with the paddles, they hit me in a different area thinking it wouldn't matter anyway. Well, my heart had moved in the car crash. And with it moving, because, you know, most people think your heart, typical, your heart's to your left. Your heart's not to your left. Your heart's more your middle. Right, right here. Well, when they hit me, they hit me to the left. My heart was, was sev- my aorta was severed. That's okay. the main artery that goes to your heart. Correct. You're usually dead within seconds. I was, for the grace of God, I'm still here. So oddly, there's a reason. Yeah. Um, but when they moved my when the when the crash happened, it moved my heart to a certain area. When hitting the paddles, it shocked me too. I took a breath, and it was from that. And um, I spent when I had my wreck made the second. I had a um, they told my parents if I made it through the surgery, I'd be a vegetable for the rest of my life. 
I woke up two weeks later spitting and fighting, and it's where I'm at today. Yeah, I mean, so, you got that little that personality, and you know, <laughs> I can see well, that I mean, real quick. I, I think a lot of it had I had youth on my side. I was yeah. 16. I had a father who was military, and it was what doesn't kill you make you stronger mentality. What I grew up with. Yep. And so, wreck happened May the second. I was back in high school in August. So within three months from a time frame to that I'd be a vegetable for the rest of my life if I woke up from a coma to back in school in three months. And that was rehab, waking up from the coma, rehab, adjusting to a new life of setting down to high school. Right. So it was a quick change, but it was one of those things I think was the best thing I ever could have done for it. Well, could have happened to my life, rather. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, what you did is you took something that was really hard, maybe a tragedy, and you turned it into a positive. And I think that's something that we need to focus on more in this world, start looking at positive, looking at things better. Um, now what kind of movement rehab did you start with and what have you advanced to? Like that's, that's a good question. I want uh, practitioners, everyone to know too. The basic rehab, you know, you're going to have to learn to dress yourself. You're going to have to learn to transfer in and out of your wheelchair, in and out of your vehicle, uh, bathroom, things of that nature, just uh, typical rehab enough to get you by. Right. And then you figure it out from yourself. Um, I did that. Of course, was back in school and, and felt weak, didn't feel strong. I, I still was learning a new life of being in a wheelchair. And then my aunt and uncle got me into lifting weights. Well, it went from that to strength training to being able to be stronger, to move faster. And then, of course, you know, years down the road, I thought I was an athlete. I thought I was, was stronger. I was able to do certain things. Once I found CrossFit, completely changed my whole avenue of, of thought an ability. Yeah. Um, how I see something now, uh, go to a friend's house. Let's say I go to Rich Farney's house. Yeah. I go to Rich's house. He's got steps into his house. The average person in Witcher is like, well, how am I going to get in there? My first thought is jump out of my chair, crawl in, grab my chair, <laughs> throw it in. Heck yeah. I don't think about what I can't do anymore. It's like, how can I adapt this movement to do what makes it work for me? Just like working out, it's the same thing what an able-bodied person would do. Of course, I can't because of the lack of use of my legs but I have the ability to modify and make it similar to the same movements so it would be just like going from not being able to do something to now looking at it and going okay it's a challenge that challenge is not much of a challenge that would be otherwise seeing it now is an easier thing to do or it's it's not so much easier it's more doable it's you find a way to do it yeah and that's a mindset once again we're getting back to that same mindset so you're talking about like adapting and adapting to different movements. So CrossFit is very much a sport where you're supposed to do functional movement. So function has completely changed for you at this point. Correct. So we're not functioning the same way. What were the major, so like let's go with the major lifts. What, what do you do instead? Uh, cleans. I still do cleans. Okay. Um, I just do it from the lap. Um, power clean is from the floor. Depending on the injury level, some people will pull the weight from the floor to their lap and then clean it. My injury level is, a, I'm a T12-L1 paraplegic, so I have majority of my core and some of my hip flexors. So when I come down, I have the ability to lift myself back up straight from that power and use that to straight overhead. I never let it touch my lap. So it's straight from the floor over. I was watching you earlier as yeah. you were working out. Um, like dumbbell snatches, the same thing. It's just from the lap to overhead. Um, box jumps. Of course, we can't do box jumps. We yeah. either do floor to boxes, which is, you're sitting on the floor, and this is another functional movement. You fall out of your chair, or you fall off the couch. Right. You got to get back in the couch. It's a floor to box. Yeah. Same thing. So I'm I'm using my body weight, one one hand on the floor, one hand on the box, and I'm pushing myself up in a dip position. Once I get my arms locked, I move my my hind end to the box, and that's a floor to box. 
be the same way if I fell out of my chair to get back into my chair. It's the same movement. It's which is functional in real life movement for us. Yeah, and I mean that's that's what it is, and you got to strengthen those processes Correct. so you don't end up getting hurt later on just because you're not strong doing what you need to do. Well, then on top of that, if if you're out and about and you're all by yourself, what if you fall and and you have to get back in your chair? There's nobody around me, so I've got to be able to do it on my own, and that's where dysfunctional exercises works for us. Yeah. So it's a complete 180 as far as like you're going in and lifting weights in the gym to doing CrossFit because CrossFit's more functional. Yeah, you get stronger going in the gym and lifting weights and doing three by tens and stuff like that. But when you're doing like CrossFit, it's fast, it's functional, and you're able to do that life type movements, especially yeah. being in your in a wheelchair. And the reason I ask this question is because as a chiropractor, like we do rehab with patients all the time. We have different style, different types of patients. Sure. Everything comes through the door. Now, I've worked personally with a lot of like IED explosion kind of things, so missing one leg, missing an arm, something like that. But when you have a paraplegic come in, things change, and you need to change. You have to change how you're going to rehab. And I think that's something that PTs, chiros, I mean everybody, like everybody that works with the human body is going to need to know how am I going to adapt, how am I going to adapt? Because we're talking about CrossFit, but all we're doing really is talking about how to change rehab. Because sure. what's what 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 do I want you to do? I want you to be able to get back in a chair. I want you to be able to do exactly what you're talking about because that's everyday life. Correct. I want to work. I want to focus on your ADLs, activities of daily living. Your activities of daily living need to be something that continue to progress and continue to get better. That's how I measure how you're doing. Sure. I don't want to do it like saying like, oh, how do you feel? No, that's not what I care about. I know you're going to feel better or whatever from it. I want to see how you're doing in life. But you, you're also looking at the fact of, of, like you said, the movement and the, what was it, ADL? Yes, ADL. So you're looking at that from a standpoint of progression too. Yep. So if you go from your daily living, activity of daily living, you do that, you're going from I'm needing help to get into my chair, and therefore, I don't need your help anymore. I can do this on my own. Well, I'm more independent. More independence gives you more freedom. More freedom gives you more, mentally, you're better. Life. Yeah, and, and you're able to, yeah, exactly. You're able to live a better life. Not, not, not saying that you would be able to live a better life of, of someone helping you, but you have that more independence. And someone right. who is independent like myself, that, was, that grew up independent, for me, it was exactly what I needed. And yeah. That was kind of how... I got involved with CrossFit because it was a challenge. And I said, well, if it can make me better doing everyday life, why not try this? Yeah. Thank you for stopping and talking with me. Yeah, I know this is like a quick little podcast, but it's something that, something that I definitely thought it would be uh, beneficial for people to hear. Is sure. there anything that you would leave practitioners with? Uh, say you came into their office and then they wanted to work with rehab with you. What would be something that you'd want to leave a practitioner with? Like, um, is it, if, no matter if it's how they treat you, how they rehab, whatever it comes down to, what would you say? I guess I used the analogy of this. When I first started CrossFit, the coach says, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to adjust. I don't know what to do different. And he said, let's work together. And I think that's the best thing I could say for anybody, whether it be medical, or chiropractic, or even emotional. Let's work together. You know, you put your minds together and you don't just say, the book says you've got to do this. You know, listen to what the person has to say because not everybody's the same. Not everybody's injury is the same. Right. Where my paralysis is different than the next person that's paralyzed. It depends on the level. Exactly. And it, it completely makes it completely true because you've looked at the fact where I could pull an SUV. Yeah. You might not be able to sit down. What is it that, what are I can't, my I can't pull an SUV standing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what, what are your strengths and your weaknesses? And, and, and yeah. feed off of those. It's, it's like CrossFit. You, you work on your weaknesses and you find out you still work on the strengths. But I guess to me, it was like you work together with somebody. Don't just make it about, I'm going to do this for you. You kind of put your heads together and kind of work together. 
Yeah. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, maybe, but... No, more practitioners need to hear that. I completely agree with you. Like, I, I think whenever a patient comes in the door, it's two people trying to work to a, a same goal. A common goal. Yeah, they have the same goal. You know, Doc, I got a cold. Well, here's your medicine. Well, what if I told you that medicine didn't work for me to begin with? Right. You didn't give me a chance. And so if you go into, you talk to someone, well, I'm having this pain here. Like my chiropractor, when I went to her, she's like, I've never worked with a person that's paralyzed. We'll figure this out. And that's, I think that's the best thing you could do for anybody, whether it be physio, chiropractic, medical, whatever. It's just yeah. figure out what works together for the both of you. And that's, that's for any patient, too. Sure. All straight through the board. Mike, thank you again for joining yes, us, uh, coming in. I'm sure we'll be talking again, and sure. we'll, we'll make another one of these happen, Anytime. too. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Thanks for Appreciate having me, man. It. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to the first bonus cast. If you enjoyed this episode, go on to your podcast app, subscribe, and leave us some feedback. Now that we've done the bonus cast, we'll be back to episode three with four-time CrossFit champion Rich Froning. I'm your host, Bo Sauls, and let's keep learning about movement, performance, and rehab together. <laughs>